as the church year draws to a close, we hear all of these readings about the end times. Where do we fit into this changing of times? As we see the days getting shorter and shorter, the darkness that encompasses us, But yet, in the midst of all of that, there is a bright light. That's our Lord. He shines through all the darkness. He's the one that frees us from our sinfulness. And as we heard in the second reading, how priests of the time were sacrificing all the time for the sins of the people. They were offering the lamb on the sacrifice of the altar. And he's saying, that's not happening anymore. Because there's only one that offers a sacrifice, and that's Jesus Christ. He offers that gift once and for all. So we ask ourselves, why do we come to Mass then? Because it's the exact same thing that he did. He is doing again for us. He offers himself on this altar for us to give us the gift of salvation. What an awesome gift that is that we are able to receive him fully and who he is. He gives us himself. We receive Christ in the power of this Eucharist. He gives us the nourishment that we need to be able to sustain our lives, to be able to be that gift for our brothers and sisters, to help sustain their lives. Through our participation at the altar, When we receive the Eucharist, the Eucharist, we're filled with his full grace. He frees us from our sinfulness so we can go forth to renew as we were in baptism, as we continue to be renewed from our confirmation. We have asked the Holy Spirit to come upon us to help us to in this journey of faith, to be truly a witness to our brothers and sisters, as difficult as that can be at times, especially within our own families. Sometimes it's hard to be the example by truly loving, even in the midst of great conflict. And we all go through those conflicts, family, community, friends, and yet, when we are open to the Lord's presence in our lives, he opens our hearts to our brothers and sisters. Even in the midst of conflict, he's there. Because he can raise us past that to really understand that all of us are the body of Christ. And to truly be able to forgive one another. That's all he asks of us. Love one another as I have loved you. He loved everyone. He didn't care about what their difficulties were. Be they a leper or a blind person or caught in adultery, he still loved them. But he called them to forgiveness and to be forgiven. I find it often interesting in confession how people cannot give up their sinfulness. 
Have you asked for forgiveness before on this sin? Yes. Well, then forget it. God has already forgiven you. Stop bringing it back. That's what Satan loves to do. He keeps trying to remind us of our past sins. That's over with. God has forgiven us. Accept that love, that grace that he gives to us. That is wiped away. We don't have to confess it again because it's already forgiven. And if God is generous enough to forgive us, why can't we forgive ourselves? When we receive the Eucharist, he fills us with his grace. Let's acknowledge that grace. Spend a few moments after receiving communion in prayer, thanking him for the gift that he's given us. That's the very definition of Eucharist, is thanksgiving. Giving thanks. Giving thanks to God for his son, Jesus Christ. Thank God for giving us the Holy Spirit that continues to nourish us and strengthen us in our faith. That we can be that example. That we can be a witness to Christ's presence in our world. This coming week, as young people from all over the nation gather together in the NCYC, the Lord will bless them to be that example to their communities. We pray for their safety in this journey. But we pray for all of those who are involved in making this a successful time for them. The Lord is always with us. He guides us. He gives us all the nourishment we need. All we have to be is open to listen. And then we can be that example for one another.